1: From the Milton Metz Studio in the Radio TV Building at Indiana University, I'm Bob Zaltzberg. Welcome to Noon Edition. Joined today by co-host Sarah Whitmire, and each spring we invite graduating high school seniors to come on Noon Edition and talk about their lives and their experiences and what they have coming up next. Uh, On this week's show, we're, we're going to be, we are being joined by high school seniors from Bloomington High School South, Bloomington High School North, Brown County High School, Eastern Green High School, and Harmony School. So uh, let me introduce them now. So Caleb Sipes is here. He is uh, from Bloomington High School South. Chandler Smith is from BHS North. Skyler Fleshman is from Brown County High School. Marcellus Jarvis, or Mars, is from Harmony School. And Andy Drummond is here from Eastern Green High School. If you have questions or comments, you can certainly join us on the show. Give us a call at 812-855-0811 in Bloomington or 1-877-285-9348 from outside of the Bloomington area. You can also tweet us at Noon Edition, and uh, you can also send us uh, an email um, what's that address? News, News at Indiana, Indiana. Dot, Public Media. Dot I've, been out, org. I've been out of town for a while. So <laughs>
2: <laughs> jet lag.
1: Yeah, jet lag, right. So, welcome to everybody. Thanks, thanks for being here. I know that you've got a busy schedule with graduations and no. They're, not. Saying, They're no. saying no. <laughs> not really. They're done. They're done. So, I just want to ask uh, Chandler Smith first.
3: We're going to go around the room. So, what uh, are you up to next? Uh, I'm up to a, a program the uh, 18 week it's an 18 week program for the plumbers and steam fitters here in Bloomington Mm -hmm. Uh, they have like their I guess co-branch here in Bloomington their headquarters is in Evansville Mm -hmm. and uh, for this this 18 week program is only you know only high school students that take vocational schools or Mm -hmm. in classes Mm -hmm. Uh, I I took welding for two years Mm -hmm. and um, I I was able to get into the 18 week program and uh, now Soon I, I get I'm able to go down there and I have to stay for four days of, out of the week uh-huh. for 18 weeks. Where where is the program? In, in Evansville. In Evansville. Okay. Evansville. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> I get to uh, my aunt. Thankfully, has let me stay with her. She lives right right next to it, and uh, all all it is is just welding for 10 hours a day and mm-hmm. eat, sleep, breathe. Yeah. I mean that's all it is. And uh, I mean it's 18 weeks. And as soon as I get out of there, I uh, de- determined by what I come out with of the of the program, uh, like certifications and what positions I get certified in the welding I uh it determines the amount of money I make as well <laughs> <laughs> so in maybe,
4: that 18 weeks in
3: that 18 weeks yeah all right well good luck yeah it's going right. to be so good. marcellus jarvis from yeah. harmony schools
2: so what's next for you uh so i'm going to go up to uh chicago uh scic school art institute um go there and see what happens, see where the, just see what happens. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going there pretty much exclusively for networking. Uh, I mean, anything I can go to an art school, I can pretty much learn on my own, uh, especially with, like, video stuff, because that's, I've been doing that stuff since, like, 2016, so I have a pretty firm uh, understanding of that sort of thing. I also did a, a so the reason and the reason why I'm going up there is because I took a two week. Uh, it was an arts program over the summer, and literally, like, there was and there was one time where I was like, "Oh, how do I?" This, how, this one thing I couldn't really figure out, and was like, "Just do this." I was like, "Oh, okay, that's how you do it." Mm-hmm. Like, I went there, and I—I don't I mean to toot my own horn, but uh-huh. I went there, and I pretty much knew right from the get-go what what's what's going on. So. I'm going there because uh, there's a lot of uh, cool opportunities there. And, yeah, I'm staying up there and seeing what happens. If I stay for four years, I'll stay there for four years. If I stay there for a semester, I'm staying there for a semester. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah. yeah. So what kind of art are you uh, involved with? Videography, Videography.
2: Uh, a lot of post-production, editing. Um, anything on the Adobe suite that requires you to move videos in a timeline, that's uh that's what I'm that's what I'm doing I also do some just my mom's a printmaker so I also do just like I make my own clothes and do streetwear stuff I'm actually interning at a this a place downtown the uh underground collective it's like the the one like streetwear store in bloomington mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. so I'm interning there and I'm just learning the,
1: the just just learning mm-hmm. just being there okay. yeah good all right Andy Drummond is next Andy from Eastern
5: yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to go study chemistry at Harvard University. Um, just because I've always loved it. Um, yeah. Just, like ever since I was a kid. Like, I don't know. just always just knew that that I to do Chemistry is cool. Got that science brain. Mm, yeah. Is, is so, there
4: a lot of chemistry and taught in high school?
5: Uh, not yeah. really. I mostly just did it myself. Mm. So.
1: so I think um, we were told you're the first Eastern Greens student to go to Harvard. Is yeah. that correct? Right?
5: Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. So, how's that feel? uh kind of <laughs> cool i guess I, mean, I don't know i don't uh, it's not as big of a deal as people make it out to be i don't think it's just another another college, another um, college. it's definitely an honor but like yeah at the end of the day it's the same as everyone else i, so. I really don't
3: think harvard's any other i mean that's like a top notch <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you need some real brains <laughs> to really go there i mean congratulations to you that's hard work all right caleb sipes
6: yeah from so um, high school south I'm enlisted in the Army National Guard as a military police officer. Mm -hmm. And then uh, after I finish my basic training and my AIT, AIT is my job training. After I finish that, I'm going to go to Vincennes University to get a bachelor's degree in homeland security. Mm -hmm. So what do you hope to do with that? I will work law law enforcement. That's Uh what I've dreamed about ever since I was a little kid. And uh, this year through Bloomington High School South, actually, they have an internship program. And I got to intern at the Monroe County Sheriff's Office. Mm -hmm. I spent mm, close to six months there maybe and got to get exposed to a lot of cool stuff. And they're great people. And um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Looking forward to it a lot.
4: Why the National Guard and not um, like the ROTC at Penn Sense? What's the difference really?
6: Well... I I wanted to be – I just wanted to get right in and go. And, um, like, with the National Guard, like, I'm going to be able to get my Army stuff taken care of. And it's once a month, two weeks in the summer. So, like, I'm going to be able to be a full-time student and be able to serve my country at the same time. So you're going Reserves? Well, I'm going National Guard, which it's kind of the same thing as Army Reserves. But Army Reserve is just Federal, and then the National Guard is State and Federal. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know – Will respond to natural disasters and whatnot within our country, but we'll also deploy overseas. Oh, well, that's nice! I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: yeah. All right, Skylar from Brown County.
7: Um. Okay. So I have a really huge connection with Riley Hospital for Children. Um. I was a Riley kid. My sister was a Riley kid, and um, my brother was a Riley kid. And that kind of that hospital has kind of guided me to where I want to what I want to do in life. So I'm going to IUPUI for my undergrad, and I want to major in psychology and neuroscience and then i want to do my grad school here at iu bloomington um to get my phd in psychology and then ultimately i really want to hope to work at riley hospital for children
1: so if you don't mind me asking what, what when were you there and
7: um i don't know my exact age um <laughs> yeah. but it was it was when i was younger um i had this thing called kidney reflex mm-hmm. um and yeah, they were really great. Really, the biggest Riley kid in my family was my brother. Um, he actually died three times, and Riley saved his life three times. So wow. they really, they really have a big yeah. place in my heart.
1: How old is your brother now?
7: Uh, my brother's 21. He just turned 21. Uh-huh.
1: Wow, that's great. Well, we have quite a range of, of uh, students here with us that are, either have graduated or, in Skylar's case, she's going to have a week to go. <laughs> oh, sadly. <laughs> sadly. Uh, so, you know, I just wanted want to ask you kind of a general question about, uh, you know, you all have your specific plans, and they are quite varied. Um you know, can you reflect back on on something in high school that that was either you know really good or that you can't wait to leave behind i mean something in your high school days
3: that that you either loved or loathed i I absolutely can there was a time uh <laughs> my my junior year um so sophomore year was my last time with all my best friends right mm-hmm. um or no it was it was my junior year sorry my junior year was my last time with all my best friends. I grew up with them uh they were just a year ahead of me uh, i, I kind of fell back in high school um and th- they went ahead of me uh so i had no friends i had nobody to talk to um except for some hool- like hooligans and rednecks and stuff you know from <laughs> but they became some of my best friends um one of my buddies clayton harding he um him and him and I got so close together. You know, he was in welding with me for both years. We uh we just if I, if I wasn't doing something, he'd be getting on to me. If he wasn't doing something, I'd be getting on to him. And that's how I kind of fell in love with welding more and more, mm-hmm. just because him and I would like get get back back and forth at each other and stuff. It's was, mm-hmm. it was pretty good. So, I liked it. Yeah. So you just were able to develop a really good friendship. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there were there were multiple friendships I created, and mm-hmm. I, I didn't think I would because I'm not really that of that of an outgoing guy towards you know socially and stuff
4: so you haven't been going to a traditional high school the past couple years though is that right my freshman year
3: i went to bloomington graduation school um uh-huh. i lacked some of the credits i didn't like, fully re- re- receive from there okay um so when i was a sophomore at north it kind of was wonky for i was missing a few classes which would have made me a proper like junior but i just started i just told the counselors there i would just you know kind of start as a sophomore
4: so then, for the welding, though, how are you doing? How are you doing that? That's not at the high school, is it? Yeah, it's, it about,
3: yeah, it's, it's connected to North. Okay. Um, south will take buses there in the morning. I think even Eastern Green, also in the afternoon. Um, but it's connected, and I, I was able to do it half days in, my, in the morning. Um, okay. So it, it was really nice. Uh, really nice. I'm, I'm not much of a sit down in a classroom and you know learn something. I, 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 liked, I like. I love hands on. It. Oh, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs>
1: So Marcellus Mar- harmony is a little different kind of school. Yeah, it's uh Yeah, it's playing it
2: mildly. Um <laughs> no, yeah, it's uh I think <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh I want to give a quick shout out to my English teacher, uh Jamie Schmeken because um his English classes were great. One thing that I do remember I love so much was that uh, when we were doing like presentations in our English class about literally whatever, me and my friends would try to make the like get like push the bill so much and have a presentation that was so stupid, but you could present. It was still presentable, but it was the most stupid presentation <laughs> you've ever seen. Um, Eventually, uh, we like we got away with it a couple times. Uh, uh, Jamie eventually kind of caught on. Though. <laughs> 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 I wish I had. I wish I could show you. They're so good. Um, that's like one of my favorite, I guess, memories from uh, from high school. Is make, just like just with friends, like because we're we're working with heavy parentheses, but we're working on like making these like they're still classwork. But we're just goofing around the entire time, mm-hmm. and having to actually like presenting that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other of uh, some some other stuff. But that that's just like whenever I think of harmony, I think that's that's the one thing I think of. Just like in in the school making just just making things that probably at other more traditional schools would be like, no, I can't do that. But you know, harmony would say. No, you can't do that asterisk, but make it look good, you know? Right, right. So you, you could push them down. I could, you know? oh my God, you would not believe what I got away with. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs to Jamie Schmeekin.
1: All right. All right. What about the rest of you?
7: <laughs> um, like, just brought, like overall, um, in high school, I was, I came from Fisher's. Um, I moved down from Fisher's, and it was just like a whole new environment and for brown county it was just like super welcoming um i was going through a lot in high school um i was actually diagnosed with uh three diseases my freshman year of high school and um just like the support system that the high school like gave me was just like phenomenal and i can't thank them enough like it was amazing and then being able in such a small school there was like a lot of opportunities to like be involved so i was in Ten clubs. I was a four-sport athlete. Um, I was the first girl in Brown County to score football points in a football game. <laughs> you scored
1: football points.
7: Yep, uh, I was the kicker for the high school team. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I'm just overall, I'm just like really, really grateful that Brown County is such a supporting and welcoming like community, and that like really pushed me through high school and helped me like get to where I am today.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Yeah. I think the coolest part of high school was just like the opportunity to experience a bunch of different facets of doing different things. Like, I was also the kicker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, also did show choir. Um, like, music and athletics and academics. There's just, like, like so many different ways that you can move through life and you can do them all at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to miss that. Right.
6: Okay. Yeah. Caleb? I, I agree with that. And, like, through South, if you're a senior at South, you have an opportunity to do an internship program. So you leave third, fourth, and fifth period which is what I did, and I got to go to the Monroe County Sheriff's Office, as I stated earlier. And that was just such a great experience for me because I got to work with law enforcement, and it ensured me that I know that's the career path I want to go down. And, like, if it wasn't for South having the internship program, I don't know if I would have gotten too exposed to that stuff. And you know, Like, I talked to some people that are in college, and they have little exposure to law enforcement at all. They're just taking a criminal justice course. Mm-hmm. And someone like me, like I have a good knowledge of what I'm getting myself into. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, we were just having a conversation in the newsroom about, um, you know, there's a big case down there about the layout of the jail and yeah. whether whether there'd be exposure of the people who are being brought to court. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about being, I mean, being in that jail is not a particularly place a uh, pleasant place to be, it's not I mean, where you want to be. No, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right, right. Maybe Is that's
4: good jail? enough to keep you <laughs> out of <jail>. here. <laughs> yeah, <maybe, maybe>, right.
3: <laughs>
4: that's a good point, Chandler. I'm curious about you because you're going from school, where certainly there are rules about behavior and things you have to do. To I mean, you're you're pretty much entering the real world right after this. So, how are you preparing yeah. for that? Um, are you nervous at all?
3: I'm extremely nervous. Yeah, I. I you know, I'm a, I'm going to be away from home for four days. Uh, There's going to be long days, ten hours. Uh, I d- I don't know what I'm going to do in my spare time. I don't know. You know, I I want to make sure I get enough sleep, but I also want to make sure I'm not just stressed out or something. By no means, you know. But I, I I'm another I part of me loves it. I, the, it's a whole new change. Nobody else in my that I know has ever done something like this. I I've there actually never mind. There is one person. He's the one who. Who's, who's helped me the whole way he'd he done it last year and i met him through welding he was a great guy and uh he's helped me a lot through it and i don't know that's yeah that's that's, that's pretty much um yeah that's pretty much yeah. it Yeah, that's the real world it's yeah it's yeah. completely real I mean, <laughs> yeah after I mean, i'm just, after i'm done with that program i'm in i'm working i'm done mm-hmm. you know yeah.
4: I'm, I'm curious andy and um Skyler, both of you are going to more rural schools now. Um, do you think there are things that you didn't get to do? I guess, especially even you, Skyler, like coming from Fishers um, to a place like Brown County, were you did you have some of the same opportunities? Do you have AP classes? Do you have things like that like, that can set you up for success?
7: Um, I definitely think there's like opportunities in both areas. So, like in Fishers, I feel like I would have like maybe excelled more in like soccer because i would just be doing one sport there because in fishers it's really hard to make like more than one team Mm. so like i feel like i would have excelled more in soccer and then when i moved to brown county like i said i was in 10 clubs and four sports and then also show choir so there was like i could be in a lot and it it was like all welcoming and i could do everything i wanted to do because i love to do like a whole like broad of different things and um, in Brown County, there's actually a lot of opportunities with, like, AP classes. Um, they actually just opened up Eagle Manufacturing, which is uh, one of five in the state of Indiana. Um, I'm not into manufacturing, but uh, like that's also, like, a really awesome opportunity that a lot of schools don't have. And um, there's also, like, we have biomed classes that I took. Um, it It's, like, more in the medical side of biology and it's like hands-on projects it's like really um nice for college resumes and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then also uh we have uh, internship programs kind of it's called ice and uh, c4 which buses travel to columbus and take internship programs so there's tons of opportunities um I do think, like in, like I said in Fishers, I probably would have excelled more in soccer and I maybe would have been playing soccer in college, which is actually what I wanted to do. But um, I definitely think, like, I want to change graduating from Brown County High School because the opportunities and the support I got there was just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about
5: you? Yeah, I agree. It's just like, I, yeah, basically the same thing. Like, you would certainly specialize more at a big school, but at small schools you just get to do so much more. Um There are definitely a few things that I wish I had that I didn't have because I was a small school. Um, Like, we have a cross-country and football team, um, but we don't have a soccer team because we don't have enough people. Uh, And soccer is the one sport that I, like, have played since I was, like, four. Uh, So I had to stop that in high school, which kind of uh, was not great. But at the same time, it kind of forced me to pick up cross-country and football. And I did really well at football, and I really enjoyed cross-country. So I guess it's sort of a, like a give-and-take, um, and academically, Eastern's great. We have, like, more AP classes that you, you can take. do? Yeah.
4: Okay. I was so. curious when we, when we were getting our cut sheet about the show and it said you were going to Harvard, I was wondering if you would be able to get a high enough GPA.
5: Yeah. With, um, yeah. It's, with, we're, I'm super lucky to go to Eastern. If I had gone somewhere else, I probably wouldn't be on this path right now. So.
3: I'm, I'm kind of curious. What was your GPA?
5: I don't know. <laughs> no idea? You don't check that,
7: like, every day? No. Yeah.
5: Like, 4.3-something, I don't know. Nerd. Something like that.
3: Did you, <laughs> did you uh, like, do any, like, extracurricular activities other than, like, football and cross-country? I mean, like, yeah. it's kind of more vocational things. Like, did you do anything like that at all?
5: What do you mean vocational?
3: Like, um, I guess, like, welding. No, not really. <laughs> did you ever get, like, hands-on on or anything or anything?
5: I mean, I did um, I did a little bit of welding just for the fun of it. Yeah. Um, but I never – for me, sort of chemistry is the hands-on. Yeah. Because I'm a lot like you. I don't really love classroom settings. Like, they're fun, but there's things I'd rather do. And that's why I enjoy chemistry because, like, the lab work and, like, mixing stuff, it's so more, like, more hands-on, and I connect with it that's so awesome. much better. Yeah.
1: Well, we're about halfway through the program already. It goes really fast. So if you have questions uh, or comments for our high school seniors today, please give us a call at 812-855-0811 or toll free at 1-877-285-9348. You can also tweet us at Noon Edition. We'll be right back.
0: From the Milton Metz studio at IU's Radio TV building, this is Noon Edition on WFIU. WFIU News covers south-central Indiana and the state throughout the day at WFIUNews.org and on Twitter at WFIUNews. You can watch unfiltered video of breaking stories on Facebook Live, and you can get a digest of all the day's top stories delivered to your inbox each afternoon. It's a free and easy way to stay on top of the headlines, plus the in-depth audio, video, and print news stories you can't get anywhere else. Subscribe now at WFIUNews.org.
1: Welcome back to Noon Edition. I'm Bob Zaltzberg, along with Sarah Whitmire, our, the News Bureau Chief of WFIU and WTIU. And we're talking with four uh, soon-to-be graduates of local high schools. Caleb Sipes from Bloomington High School South, Chandler Smith from Bloomington High School North, Skylar Fleischman from Brown County High School, Marcellus Jarvis from Harmony School, and Andy Drummond from Eastern Green High School. They uh, We had lively first half of the program. They have a whole lot of uh, different interests and if you want to join us please do by giving us a call at 812-855-0811 or toll free at one 285 Let's broaden the topic a little bit. So I want to talk about you know, things that, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world these days and uh, you know I know you're in high school, you're you know, there, there's the high school universe, but then you have to be paying some attention to what's going on in the rest of the world. I'm sure that you are. Um, what are the things that, you know, what are the issues that really make you, uh, that you're passionate about? Are there, are there issues that you think that people um, in your generation feel are the most important issues for people to be paying attention to, anything personal that you want to talk, advocate, Mars anything personally on <laughs> <when I> advocate. <laughs> any So Caleb, let's start with you. I mean, is there are there any you know, I know you you're going into law enforcement, so obviously you want in to the serve military. in the military, so you want to serve. Yeah, I want to serve and protect my country. That's
6: kind of what I've based my whole life upon. Mm-hmm. Not once has there ever been really a thought of like this is the best for me, it's what's the best for my country, and that's just what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I think any way we can like keep our american values that's that's the best thing for us i believe right
1: okay so is that um you know do you have discussions about that at high school or um kind of i mean
6: shocker we're in bloomington so sometimes people (laughs) like don't always agree with that type of mindset it's more of a more left-wing type deal and that's kind of been a struggle with me throughout high school but like most of the time at South, everybody's kind of respectful. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's better since we're older now because everybody gets that people are going to disagree. Right. And I think once we realize that and realize that as Americans we can agree to disagree without being jerks to each other,
1: that's something that we yeah, should. Yeah, I wish a lot there of you people. Go. Yeah. I mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Wish you could tell a
3: lot of people that. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. All right. Who Who else? Taylor, actually, Caleb, I would like to ask you kind of a more of a deeper question. Yeah, you know, because I've also had thoughts of serving the military. I mean, I, I want to. I, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to lay my life down for anybody. Absolutely. But I mean, uh, I'm going to ask you the same thing. Are you like? Would you be willing to lay your life down for this country? Oh, like, absolutely. That's like the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, and I respect yeah. I mean, that. what
6: more honorable way to go than for your country? I agree. I agree. That's awesome. All right.
4: Who else? Issues. What are important Scholar? for you all?
7: Um, I don't know. I like to talk about this kind of stuff just because I think that <clears throat> there's two sides to everything. Um, I don't think there's ever really a definite, like, right side. Um, maybe some are right more right than others, but I don't really think that you can just say that one side is right. Um, I think, like, in the society nowadays, um, everything's on these devices. Um, <laughs> we like to... Uh, plaster everything on social media. We like to um, have conversations through texting and not face-to-face. And I think um, that plays a really big issue in society. Just not being able to have a face-to-face conversation and not being able to um, talk about issues or problems in America. Like... mm, Subtly, I guess. I don't know <laughs> what perfect like way to say that. Right. Like adults, yeah. <laughs> not in an immature way in plastering it all over social media, just saying what you think you know or um, not having, like, all the facts to go with anything. Mm-hmm. So that's a big thing. Like, we had an incident um, this past year at Brown County. Um, a former coach um, was fired for posting um, blackface on social media. Um, I knew him very, very well. He was my football coach. He was my kicking coach. Um, So it was a little disheartening um, to see all the horrible things people were saying about him, especially since um, I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm saying that um, everyone makes mistakes, and um, one thing doesn't define a person. And the things that people were saying about him were just, yeah, like I said, really disheartening and just sad to see it all over social media of this really good guy that likes to help his community, that likes to work with kids like me, um, just getting, like, bashed on social media. It was really, really disheartening. Mm-hmm.
2: Marcella, Sandy? I'm of the opinion that pretty much nothing in the mainstream news really matters. That unless it directly affects me, I'm not really going to pay any mind to it.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, what I, what I think about it is, like, like, like most most mainstream news it's like oh there's this big thing happening over there i don't care about what's happening over there like whenever like just 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 news in general i feel like like the more and more i look at it the more and more i don't care about what's happening now i seem a little jaded but like i honestly don't care you know uh i (laughs) i'd say just like just like just just the stuff that's happening, I don't care at all. Like we're we're being like, oh you gotta do this and you gotta care about all these the things that are happening across the world that's not within your local community. I care about way more of what my friend is doing right now or if he has problems than what's happening overseas in some country I've never been to or don't care about. Mm-hmm. I'm by very much the local community is should probably be priority above pretty much anything else, and uh, by that yourself too. So I'd, I'd say just like, what's the, oh there's a pro, oh, there's a problem in the in the Middle East. Well, I honestly don't
5: care at all. I think then that begs the question: How do you define local community? Like, local Would you count like like something happening in like within your own country, like California? Would I, I don't care about California. <laughs> <laughs> so California even... can burn for all I care. <laughs> jokes
2: aside yeah yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: that's terrible <laughs> really devastating wildfires <laughs> uh,
2: uh, no I'm, I'm joking no uh, I think within local communities it's like the people that not only surround you but also the people that surround them I guess like one layer of, of separation I, I suppose because it's like like, like like I said like there's, there's like towns there's cities there's states there's countries and there's continents so like I will care mostly at ground zero of what's happening than beyond that. And, like, I mean, like, if there's, like, an issue in Indiana or something, like, I'm going to look into that. I'm going to see what happens. But, like, you know, if that directly, like, if that has a negative effect to people around me, I will care about that. But if it's something happening all across the world... Or somewhere else, I won't care. Mm-hmm.
7: But at the end of the day, we're all humans.
2: Bingo! There you go. Why yeah. wouldn't
7: you care about another human being?
2: I will like human beings. Oh, let me get into the philosophy <laughs> of this. <laughs> no. Um, no, like, uh, 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 like at the baseline, I, I care enough. Like, like, <clears throat> like I, I don't want people dying. You know. Like, I'm not advocating for that type of thing. <laughs> I'm not afraid of people dying. Yeah. No.
1: Well, I, I think, so, Andy, you, we haven't really heard from you on this. I mean, part of, uh, you know, Mar, Mars is talking about, you know, having a real local emphasis. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, part of news is, you know, we Sarah and I come from a news background that focuses on local news first and then goes out from there mm-hmm. and because we believe people care about local news. but. There's a lot of things that are going on in the world that have an impact locally, as well. Andy,
5: Um, I don't know. At this age, I don't even know if I value what I have to say at this age, just just because I've lived so little, you know. But um, if I had to say, I'd say the answer is usually somewhere in the the balance of it. So I'd say probably like a full, like localist. Philosophy is probably not totally correct in a full, like, worldwide philosophy is totally not correct. It's probably somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. Um, yeah, I don't know. If I had to pick one thing that I think we need to work on as a, a society or group of people or whatever, it's probably, like, a way to have conversations about morality of things that are going on, like, like recent abortion changes and immigration and stuff uh, in, like, a more, like, civil way where we're not trying to, like— I think people go into arguments with uh, the idea of convincing other people to agree with them, and I think that just kind of polarizes it even more. Mm-hmm. Um, becomes personal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, just
7: having a conversation about. Yeah, the I think issues. it's
5: like argument. I don't think implies conflict. I think like argument is more of like like a collaboration towards truth, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think yeah. we think about it wrong mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Sure. Well,
6: everybody's an expert nowadays. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, That's right. Yeah. I, mean, everything I about everything. once. I know yeah. exactly. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <On> borderline
5: politician.
4: <laughs> I think your generation, at least in my opinion as an outsider, you all do seem to advocate for things and mm-hmm. m- much more into this role is uh, into advocacy than I think my generation Ever was I think um, I'm just wondering if that's something you feel like is uh, you've chosen to participate in, or if that's something that's kind of been thrust upon you. I know it's cer- certainly, I guess what I'm what comes to mind is school gun violence, and if there's been marches and all sorts of things around the country.
3: You know, a lot of that, I believe, in my opinion, has been mainly forced on. You know, um, there are some circumstances that none of us could change—not in a day, but you know, over time. But most of us want to try to change as much as we can every day. And I think most people conflict their ideas because they're they're trying to completely switch somebody else's lifestyle or way of thinking in a single minute or a single conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where kind of more aggression comes out because it's not happening when the people want it to. And especially it being over social media, you know, things like those kind of conversations, those can get out of hand because – they just they just go out of proportion twitter is a cesspool and it's 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 i mean that's all been kind of forced on in on me in my opinion i'm i'm pretty more of a um i I would say i'm pretty biased on things i'm pretty biased um i'm not open about it but i'll I'll be biased to certain things um but if somebody has you know i'll I'll definitely listen i will not you know completely overrule you and try to over you know i mean yell nothing like that i'll listen and i will Tell you my opinion, and you tell me yours. You know, have a civil discussion instead of um, yelling at each other. And I think that's kind of lost nowadays. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. why I kind of stay away from um, politics, yeah. From, yeah. on especially on social media. But
1: yeah, we don't want to force you guys to talk about politics. <laughs> no, by no means. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. no I'm not no. right. But I do want to. You know, Caleb, you, you sort of caught your eye there on the, the gun issue because oh. you're going into the <laughs> military and you're yes, going into. Sir law enforcement mm-hmm. so you know when, when there's a lot of, there has been a lot of discussion among people you know in, in your in high schools I don't know if your particular high school but in high oh, schools because yeah. there is a lot of gun violence so you know where do you stand on that and, and what do you think can be or should be done. Okay, well, shocker, I'm a pro-gun person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Not, no surprise. <laughs> no
6: way. Yeah, so actually, it's kind of funny you said that. So my last paper I wrote for my English class was about allowing teachers to conceal carry if they want to. Um, you know, not to get into the whole thing sure. like we just discussed, but, you know, 98% of shootings happen in gun-free zones. What are most schools? Gun-free zones, okay? It's just... I see the issue with allowing teachers to conceal carry. I I do see that. I get that kids may feel threatened or whatever. But in Ohio, there's an organization called FASTER. And FASTER trains with local law enforcement, federal law enforcement, and they train teachers to be prepared for situations. There is no reason, I think, for a trained teacher to be able to conceal carry. I think they should be allowed to. And, I mean, I personally would feel safer with an armed teacher. I mean – If a gunman comes into Bloomington South, what's going to happen? Everybody's going to get slaughtered. There's no way to prevent that from happening. There's no way to prevent kids from dying other than having someone that's trained to take out the guy. Mm -hmm. That's how I view it. Yeah, and and, and another thing, too, it's just it's unfair to say guns aren't allowed in school because there's some rural schools that are far away from law enforcement. You know, they're a half hour away from law enforcement. Every 15 seconds in a mass shooting, five people die. Mm -hmm. So someone can do the math
1: on that i think a lot of what you're saying you know i don't want to put words in your mouth but it comes back to training right make sure that people who like teachers are trained absolutely Mm -hmm. anybody law enforcement, anybody should be trained with their gun you know
6: like i have my concealed carry permit you know i need to get training i have Mm -hmm. training you get training so you can be proficient and actually make a difference other than just spraying rounds like a madman
7: yeah i think it's like really easy to like get guns like it's very easy to just purchase a gun and and a lot of people like a lot of school shootings i did a paper (laughs) just on school shootings as well um a lot of people get their guns legally and they just don't use it in the proper way and i'm all for having guns like i know i know how to shoot a gun i love fourth of july we just shoot you know obviously in a safe way um, I don't abuse that power, um, but others do, and I think doing nothing about it is hurting us, but I don't think that we should just totally take them away.
1: Let's switch gears for a minute and talk about um, some of your biggest influences in your in your life so far. Talk about teachers that have had a big impact on you. What makes
3: a great teacher today? Mm-hmm. Being a friend, in my opinion, mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. somebody that's more of a mentor and also... Kind of a buddy in some in, in some situations mm-hmm. um i mean my my teacher my welding instructor mr scranton he um, he was not only a, like a friend but he was most definitely a uh, um just a, a mentor in my opinion he one of his be- the best thing he ever told me is life is about options you know if, if you don't have options you have not you have nowhere to go really and whenever i was going through the welding program uh, I, I, you know, I, I went for the 18-week program and everything, and in the beginning, it didn't even work out. At one point, it, they just told me that they wouldn't allow me. I kept pushing and pushing and pushing, and I finally got in. But in those moments of whenever I didn't have that at my hands, you know, I had options. I had multiple things to be able to do. So, I mean, that's kind of a thing for all of you guys: is that mm-hmm. if something falls through. Make sure you have a plan B and make sure you have a plan C. Exactly. Even if it's something, mm-hmm. you know, working at a Kroger or something. <laughs> I mean, something is better than nothing. It's better than living on the streets or mooching off people. Great. Right. Mm-hmm. say it's, it's like just having
2: not really even necessarily like a teacher, but a mentor to teach you something that you're passionate and you actually want to do. Like uh, I was working with a uh, guy, Dave Walters, for like I think he's like – since early twenty eighteen and we've just been making stuff and just going back and forth and he's taught me a lot about like video production and stuff. Um yeah it's, I'd say like there seems to be a deficit of like people who will teach you what you want to do. Not even like not not like a, a sense of like an English teacher, but like mentors who will work with you to get what you want. Um I feel like if you have a mentor to help you with something, then you will be leagues ahead of pretty much any program or, or something. Because you are talking to someone who has done this a million times over. So you have that experience to get you right there. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say the greatest teacher could is probably just someone who's, who's done what... The greatest teacher is someone who has done what you want to do a thousand times over. All
1: right.
5: Andy? Uh, I think... The greatest teacher is someone who makes you take it into your own hands. That too. However that is. Um, whether it's by being a really good teacher or a really bad teacher. Because <laughs> um, I had an amazing <laughs> English teacher who, like, a, like, it was an IU class, but she sort of gave me free reign to write about it, even if it didn't totally fit the syllabus. And that was amazing. Like, an awesome experience for, like, thinking through morality and stuff like that. And my chemistry teacher was just not terribly, uh, didn't really care. Um, about teaching or learning or anything, and that was what I was passionate about. Um, So through her being bad, it sort of forced me to, like, pick it up on my own and start teaching myself. Um, So I think however you get there, it's just about making your education your own. You know,
3: Andy, I'm going to kind of agree with you there. My teacher, Scranton, um, he was a good teacher for the fact of learning something, learning welding in the, uh, I guess, the book way. But when you go out into the shop and you start, you know, you're welding different positions and such, he wasn't really helpful on those things. And for a whole summer, I sat in my garage after I watched 30 or 40 minutes of YouTube videos on how to weld something. <laughs> and I'd go out there and I'd just continuously do it over and oh, over. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I agree with you on that oh, yeah. standpoint 100%. Like my, I mean, I found a passion in something that I wasn't really helped with. I learned it on my own. and that's yeah, uh, that's uh, it's, it's I I'm I'm with you on that. It's pretty hard to do. Yeah, totally. Like
2: I would I would go and sit on my computer and edit for 8 hours straight like early on in the summer cuz I was like I re- I love doing this. So like I would put in the time. And also yeah, like like you mentioned this YouTube videos cuz there's a wealth of inf- information online that you can you can just scrawl I said like me going to our I mean to Steal a thunder here, but <laughs> me going to uh, the me going to the program. It's not really for the learning. It's me for the networking. Because anything I could have, anything I would learn that I could just learn online.
1: Mm-hmm. Caleb, you, teachers, mentors.
2: Yeah, so um, great staff at South. Every
6: teacher I had was excellent. Um, at the sheriff's office, I keep going back to that. Yeah. But that was a pretty big part of my life, actually. So uh, there was a guy named Bill Conway. He was a pretty big mentor to me. He's a little older gentleman, and uh, he was in the Army for, like, 30 years or something like that as a military police officer. Then he was a Missouri State Trooper, and he was, like, on TV, all kinds of stuff. But every day when I went in there, like, he always made sure that I learned something, and he always kind of, like – he never gave me, like, a hard task to do or anything, but something, you know – they kind of challenged me a little bit, and he always helped me with it, and he was really nitpicky about everything in a good way, and it was awesome. And then basically, like, the whole detective unit at the sheriff's office, pretty big influence with me. You know, they took me out on a lot of calls, and just they went out of their way for me, and I will always be grateful for that. And
1: I'm going to let Skylar talk in a minute, but I'm going to give the phone numbers because we're down to about 10 minutes to go in the program. So 812 811 or toll-free at 1-877-285-9348. You can also tweet us at Noon Edition. If you have any, um, any questions that we haven't gotten to or any topics you want to talk about, please give us a call. Okay, teachers, Skylar. Teachers um, and mentors.
7: My two biggest mentors were my parents. Hmm. They have guided me through this life um they've been my biggest supporters they i just i can't even express how amazing they are and it's really sad because a lot of families nowadays they're usually parents are divorced or they don't get along with one of them but both of my parents have always been in my life and they've always been super supporting and i'll just be forever grateful for that um they've helped me they've literally helped me get to where i am today uh, then uh, some teachers, like I said, there's such a supporting staff at Brown County High School. Um, probably the biggest, um, I'm going to say three, because <laughs> okay. I can't really narrow it down, but uh, Mr. Grieve, he was my AP world history teacher and my AP, um, I don't, it's history, AP history, or government. And... um mr mcfall was my biomed teacher my science teacher and then mr mosley um he was my english teacher and the he helps me with the yearbook and the newspaper um those three have just played such a huge role in helping me get to where i am today and just supporting me um and like i said with my like my diseases and my health conditions they've just always been there um i also lost a, a best friend of mine sophomore year he got um he was in a car accident, and Mr. grieve was just always there for me, pulling me out of class, talking to me, just always asking how I was doing. Um, just a great support system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All
4: right. so. yeah. Um, well, I'm cur- we we just did a show last week talking about the cost of going to college, so I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, with those of you who are going to college, GI Bill, baby. <laughs> there you go. National Guard. There, there
6: you go. There. You're
7: lucky. <laughs> um, I'm actually going for eight years because I want to get my PhD. Um, I did get a few scholarships for just my freshman year, so I'm not paying a whole bunch my freshman year, but it's gonna. It's gonna be expensive. I'm waiting for the debt. (laughs) I don't even know how much. It's nine thousand a year at IUPUI. Then it's, or I guess it's nine thousand here too. So nine thousand times eight. Yeah.
6: I know a guy so, that can get you to go to college for free. I do not
7: want to join the military. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I'm
7: all about serving my
6: I had to try. I had to try. <laughs> but I will not
7: do basic. I am not good with getting yelled at. It's only ten
6: weeks long.
7: Getting yelled at and having anxiety attacks. It's not no, that bad. You. It's really
6: more it's more motivational than anything. You see the YouTube videos and you're thinking, like, oh my goodness. <laughs> what in the world I get myself into. But it, it's really not that bad. Motivation. It's
4: motivational. I can't get yelled at. I want have you on after this motivational? <laughs> I'm, I'm, Anytime. I'm either. with Skylar. I'm not good at getting yelled at, so. I can't. Well, but I'm all for. certain country Yes, but. yes, yes. How about you, Andy? Just the, the uh, cost. How does that figure into a decision on where to go?
5: That was probably the most important. One of the most important things. I actually got a full ride to IU, um, and I turned it down, <laughs> which I still sort of regret. Um, but in the end, it was like. Leveraging like, would I regret uh, like twenty thousand dollars in debt, or would I regret not like feeling like I didn't take the chance? I guess. So I guess it sort of came down to my temperament, and I know that I, like, if I can be near the top of one pile or like near the bottom of the next pile, I'd rather be at the bottom of the next pile. So I think it's worth. It's probably going to be about twenty-five or thirty, all said and done, when I get out. Uh, But I think it's worth it, just because I don't. I think I'd live the rest of my life with the regret of, like, what if I did take that shot, you know? So, yeah. to yeah. me, it's worth it. Yeah. An Im-
4: last week on the show, what they're saying is, like, consider it an investment. It's
5: an investment. Um, mm-hmm. you sure. look
4: at it. you look at it that way, what is your rate of return? And, yeah. Sure.
1: All right. We have about three minutes to go, so I guess I just want to give each of you an opportunity to, to, you know, address our audience and give them, you know, one thing they might not know about about people your age today or something that you want to want to share that
3: you haven't gotten to share yet in the program because you know we're we're running out of time here and in this world in this i guess our generation many many kids our age have lost um trades nobody's doing trades anymore welding especially um and I, I feel welding is one of the most beautiful things in the world. You can watch something be built from the foundation. You can put your hands on it. You can build it yourself and put two m- pieces of metal, solid steel together with just the power of a single tool. I mean, it is it's, nothing's more beautiful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Chandler mm-hmm. Smith from...
1: Uh Livington High School North.
3: Yeah, All right. There's, there's a lot
1: of like technical
2: blue collar jobs that are just you know, such an <laughs> insane demand too, like like welding and uh, electrician stuff. I'd say you're you're on the right track. <laughs> Marcellus, anything else? Uh, yeah, uh not much. Okay. Honestly, I, I'd say if I were to say one thing, it'd probably like just uh, I don't know, go to trade school. <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, when I, <clears throat> before I was uh, applying to uh, uh, SIC, I was like, I was going to go into Lincoln Tech's uh, electric uh, electrical department, but I ended up getting a pretty good deal at SIC, so I, I took that instead, Columbia too. So,
5: mm-hmm.
2: uh, get a job that'll give you money, because art school doesn't. <laughs> nice. Andy would just, 20 seconds.
5: Uh, I don't have a whole lot else to say. Um, I guess overall advice from someone who knows nothing about life is <laughs> uh, if you want to change yourself, just do it. Because yeah. uh, okay. you're not going to do it later. So, uh,
6: Alright, Caleb? Uh, I just want to say I can't wait to serve my country and my community. All That's what right.
7: I want to end
1: with. Thank you. And Skylar, you get the last word.
7: Um, I would just say to everyone out there just do what you love and like, do what you're passionate about and don't just do something um, for the money or for like the benefits I guess like do do what you love because that's like the biggest thing in this world is just doing what you love and being who you are
1: alright, I want to thank our guests today Andy Drummond from Eastern Green High School Marcellus Jarvis from Harmony School Skylar Fleischman from Brown County High School Chandler Smith from Bloomington High School North and Caleb Sipes from Bloomington High School South. It's been a pleasure to talk to all five of you today. Thank you. Thank for, you. you. Co host Sarah Whitmire, producers Kathy Knapp and Benta Boutier, and engineer Mike Pashkash. I'm Bob Zaltzberg. Thanks for listening.
0: Noon Edition is a production of WFIU Public Radio. A podcast of this program and other WFIU programs is available at WFIU.org. Production support for Noon Edition comes from Smithville, fiber internet, streaming TV, home security, and automation in southern Indiana. More information at smithville.com. And from The Herald Times, featuring coverage of local news, entertainment, and sports, in print at heraldtimesonline.com and on your mobile device.